Well, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Monday version of Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. I am Chuck Zach, and currently I'm sitting in the studio all by myself. We are... uh, we have a little bit of communication gaff going on to start the Monday version of the show. Now, um, the uh, the scheduled 5.30 guest today, Liberty ILO baseball players Richie Plant and uh, and Dylan Garten. Uh, I say the 5.30 point in this show, which is where they were scheduled, but Tony Kirk, who's been responsible for scheduling of these uh, gentlemen for the last two weeks, now isn't exactly sure if they're 5.30 or 5 o'clock, so we are... Uh, we're watching the outside door to make sure that uh, they get in here safely. I have not been responsible. Their agent. <laughs> oh, their agent's been yes, responsible. I've been going through the agent. Really? I have not talked to uh, Richie or Dylan either one. I've simply been going through the intermediary, uh, the agent. And, and sh- I said, I talked to the agent, and she assures <laughs> I said, I'll come check at 515. She says, okay. So we'll see. <laughs> I, I don't usually book guests for the afternoon presentation. And now we know why. And, and the rest of the story, I don't know if you tell the whole story. I told all of the story that was pertinent. That you it, screwed up yeah, the schedule. No. <laughs> I started this while you were gone. Yeah. I reached out to uh, to get Richie on while you were gone. I wanted to uh, do part of a show with him, and it was just on the heels of uh, they're making it to the state championship game and all. And so... Uh, I, that's when I originally had this, but Richie was unavailable those two days. And so when these negotiations started, uh, it was a uh, going to be a 5 o'clock because I don't, unlike you, I allow guests in the studio at 5 o'clock or at the start of a presentation. Oh, I prefer them not be. I know. I know this. 5.30 is, is, is the is sweet your time. spot. It's the, it's the sweet spot of I guests. I get that. That is, that is the... Modus operandi you know what that leaving is. the yard. It is the M.O. And so uh, that's the way Mo does it, and that's the way we usually yeah. do it. But uh, Mo does it. I had These negotiations had been entered to at a time when you were not here. Yes. And so I was looking to fill the show with content <laughs> while you were off gallivanting around. As opposed to what we're doing right now. Yes. <laughs> Which I don't no know content. if you call this content. It or not, no, it's, it's not at all. Either way, I, I got some blood drawn today by a listener, and you got blood drawn by a yes. listener. And uh, Did, was this like a contest? No, no. <laughs> no given, who wants some of Kirk's blood? Wants the professor's blood, but uh, I was a little bit him when he called me by the professor. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, and so. Uh, Either way, he was a big fan, or, or big fan of the presentation. He was a sports guy. Okay. And so this doesn't exactly <laughs> meet the criteria that he's talking was. about him now. Why wouldn't he be a yeah. fan? But he told me a great story that I told him I wanted to tell on the air, and he approved it. Okay. So, and I'm not going to out him by his name or whatever, but oh, come on. somebody in Ashdown may know who he is because of the story. Okay. So he's from Ashdown. And by the way, did you know the new basketball coach at Texas High is the brother to the baseball coach that just left? Uh, Ashdown. That's where I knew the name. Cross. Eric Cross is Chuck Cross's brother. Yes. I knew I knew that yeah. name from somewhere. See, when I'm out and about in town, unlike you who just stays at home, yeah. I, I, oh, find, I, I learn that. things. I learn things. But anyway, um, this gentleman was telling me a story, and I promise not to out him personally. So but you were in Ashdown. 
Uh, no, no. Okay. I, I, right. I was here in town at a local business getting dr- blood drawn. This, okay. And so uh, this this person does this for a living. He's not a vampire. He <laughs> does this well, for a living. vampires do it for a living. <laughs> no. They, it's a, if it, they don't do it, they're not alive. It's a lifestyle. That's right. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> and so anyway, we're, uh, we're discussing today, and he's telling me a story about Ernie Roan. Okay. Who uh, I, if I knew this, I had forgotten, was really an Ashdown native. Okay. That uh, I associate him with Texarkana. See, the folks move around here a yes, little bit. Yes, it's well, hard to pin anyway, down who started in Atlanta, who well, started in Hooks. Ernie was being honored uh, one day in Ashdown in a parade. Really? And uh, he, he was throwing candy out as the honoree of this award or this uh, parade in Ashdown. He's throwing candy out. And this gentleman was driving, so somebody may know. If you've heard this story, you probably know no, who, who, you, yeah, you know who, who we're I speak. About. But uh, all of a sudden, Arnie says, stop. And the driver was nervous because there were children around gathering up the candy. Now. Thought he hit a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Slammed on the brakes. <laughs> and he turned around and asked, is everything okay? Because they're in like a, I think, a convertible. But I think the weather had caused the top to be up or something. I don't know. But he turns around and says, everything okay? He goes, when I threw that last piece of candy, my Super Bowl ring went off. <laughs> Stop. But he did. He stopped. <laughs> and he had to go did back and get, they had to go find a Super Bowl ring. So some kid didn't pick it up? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't a gobstopper or something, so they just let it lay there. <laughs> but anyway, what? They had to go recover. So what's that? It was what, 72 ring? 70? I, I don't remember what team. Probably 72. 72 or 73. You know, um, I don't know if it was a winning ring or participatory ring. I don't remember if Arnie played in one they won or played in one that uh, uh, on one of Marino's teams or whatever that oh. went multiple times. You know, in those days they used to give a ring to the runners up. So I don't know if it was a winning ring or, or the conference champion ring or whatever. But they lost Arnie Super Bowl ring. So they went back and got it. They went back and got oh, it. Oh, the story would have been a lot better. Kid had scooped it up and goes, "All right, what are we uh, what are we talking about here? This is my ring. Yeah, Five hundred bucks. This could be yours, yeah. like that." He said, "Ernie was below his playing weight, so the ring didn't fit as tight as it was measured." Really? So yeah, isn't that a great story? It would though? be a better story with a kid who was just a little turd who wouldn't <laughs> hand it over right away. You that see, would be a great story. You've seen Coach Roan. You think he's going to be a turd? Yeah, but below his, his playing weight. I don't know. Some kid gets as recently as a year ago. Oh, all right. We had Coach Rowan still on campus over yeah, Texas. Yeah. If he asked for his ring back, what are you going to say? Yes, sir. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> That's pretty easy. But I was, you know, I was somebody who was raised having, you know, be careful. And, and respect to your, uh, well, your, your, your even as recently your as last year at Texas High, if Coach Rohn asked for something, I think the, the it would be yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, but see, some but kids aren't that way. Man made a living. Kids aren't that way. What are they play? Linebacker. Yeah, right? kids aren't that way. Linebacker. Yes, yes, linebacker. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, but what was his playing? What do you th- What do you think Ernie played at? Two twenty? Yeah, probably. So where do you think he goes now? Uh, probably around. 200? 210, 215. Ah, know. kids aren't bothered by that. Oh. 
Yeah, they are. Kids aren't. No, they're not. Kids aren't bothered by that at all. Believe me. I'm scooping up a ring if I'm a little turd, <laughs> and I'm saying, negotiate with me, old man. I think that. How much? Sure. Former professional athletes, even in an advanced stage in life, will bring you down. <laughs> no, you can't. It's a parade. You can't knock a kid down at a parade. Somebody had your Super Bowl ring? We can't knock a kid down. That's bad PR. Kids got you right there. I think he swoops him got up. You know. He swoops him up and lifts him by like a puppy. And says, Holds him out the window. We're going to drive a few miles. I'll be having that now, young man. Same. You know, see, there's different humans. You're, you're lumping former professional yeah. football players in the same, you know, uh, crowd with the uh, the humans <laughs> that's hard to say <laughs> so you're trying to tell me that's like Ernie uh, you know eyeballing a quarterback I get a chance to hit somebody right here that's what you're telling it's been a while saying, boom forearm time there are instincts that come out <laughs> you can't even control them boom so yeah I think All that right. would how that it's a good story it could have been better it could have been better that's a pretty good story so you've outed who uh, took your blood why, they, why are you giving blood today this manual uh physical oh yeah so uh i had to tell you know you got to go and tell them everything's wrong with you in the past year what's wrong with you well i've got this lump on my achilles and uh so he said that's that got to do with anything well he said he he gave me a medical term for suck it up (laughs) (laughs) he said dr ernie (laughs) roan he said you're gonna have to uh uh, you know, manage that as your uh, your load management. You know, when you walk and exercise, you're going to have to do some load management on that. I said, well, that sounds like sucking up. He said, yeah, pretty much. Yes, <laughs> suck it up. And so is he, but, is he limiting your walking? Cause no, that? no. He said that's probably going to hurt a little bit, and it'll eventually. And it will heal. Oh, well, yeah. He said that, that'll probably heal eventually. What is it? Uh, he said he thought it might be a, a bone spur, a little bit of a torn. Uh, oh, and that's just going to uh, heal itself. Yeah, it'll heal itself. It'll just keep walking on it. Yeah, you don't even itself. have – you know, the boy tore his Achilles last yeah. year or two years ago. You don't have to have those surgically repaired. Really? But, so when that thing knocks up behind your knee, it's just going to yeah. go back down on its own? No, they, they, they typically will heal back together, but you lose the flexibility in the spring that an athlete has. And so for an old person, you probably wouldn't even repair it. You just yeah, you just say <laughs> limp, suck it out, limp. <laughs> so uh, I said, they told me about my hand. Yeah, got arthritis in my hand. Yeah, I said it hurts. Doctors, there's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> well, what do you mean? This is medicine. It's 2023. Was take some Advil. Was it? Good was, God. Was it a danger line? I want a second opinion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's so, like the doctor I saw when I had the uh, whatever I had. You got the crud. Yeah. Like, what kind of doctors do we have these days? You got the crud. You know, it's going to hurt. I was in arrears at the doctor's office. What? I was in arrears. What do you mean? I, I owed money from my last oh, visit. Oh, I always do that. Last, see you till, the, till you pay up. My last visit was when I had the, uh, the corona. Right. And so they just came out to the truck. Right. And so, since I had germs, <laughs> I figured next time he comes in, we'll get the money from him. <laughs> so, so, you didn't even get, oh, you got two of them in, oh, no, It was free because it was just the uh, wellness check to uh, make sure that I'm not costing the insurance company any money. <laughs> they pay for me to go once a year. But when I had the uh, corona, yeah. 
seems that I was just a little late for the government still paying for all that. Yeah. So now I had to pay. It cost me money. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we're supposed to have in here uh, at, at 530. We're going to go check the door here in a few. Um, Liberty Ilo's own Richie Plant, Dylan Garton. Well, that was 515. You said 515. You said they would be here at 515. I said at 5. <laughs> 5.30 was their scheduled time to be on the radio. We know how that works, however. Whenever they show up, we put them on. So uh, they're supposed to be with us today. Uh, tomorrow, Will Middlebrooks via the phone. 5.30 tomorrow afternoon. By the way, uh, your son wants to know who's going to win tonight. College World Series. No, we'll come back to it. And uh, <laughs> Wednesday, because I'm doing, you doing that, a thing. Did you hear that, Weezy? I'm doing a thing. And, it's 5.13. Okay. Wednesday, Chelsea Slider, Texas High softball coach, going to uh. be here. There you go. There's so a Will Brooks, Chelsea Slider, two really good middle infielders. Right. And I haven't scheduled up Thursday yet, unless wow. you want to go ahead and take the lead on that. No. We'll get him in here at 415. <laughs> you see what happens when I take the lead? <laughs> not, it's not I talked to Jacob Yell, by the way. Yeah. And uh, he's gone this week, so next week, end of next week. What do we know? need to get on with this? Hmm. Big Time Junior. Big Time Junior. Little Ross's kid. Yeah. We need to get Ross's kid on with us. As soon as we get this uh, room rewrapped, <laughs> Ross's kid's got a standing invite when his old man yeah, the rap. Not, yeah. That's not right. I know. Months. What? Do you do that to any other guest? A couple. No. Well, not, not with the room wrap. No, that's a, that's, a, that's, that's an ultra thing. That's just wrong. You're discriminating against that's Ross. Discriminating. No. Because you want new coloring in here. That's, yeah. There's no. He came in and told us we were going to do that. We got Brooks Kepka. He's back. We don't need to change the room. I, I feel dirty having Brooks on Ultra, well, the Ultra. Ultra had a really cool sign. You know where the uh, Salvation Army is there by the uh, by Sam's Club? Yeah. They, they got that big digital billboard. Okay. I was coming up 30 days and they had just the big Ultra up there. It was very cool looking. Uh, I got to be honest. It had more effect than Kepka. <laughs> Oh, Kefka's got plenty of effect. Whatever. He's still back. He's Whatever. Back. It's 15 DJ. after. Music in my ear. We'll take a break. We're coming back in a couple. We could have a couple leopards in here. It may be 530. Either way, you stick around. We're coming back. Leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan. 107.9. To feel the calming effects of nature, take a deep breath in and out. Every breath makes you feel closer to nature and every sip makes nature feel closer to you. Michelob Ultra Pure Gold. Beer in its organic form. Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty ILO ISD. At Liberty ILO, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty ILO, leopard pride never dies.
welcome back. 18 and a half after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 1079-903-735-9905. Don't forget uh, tomorrow, you want to uh, do the spiel on this? Because the the cash cubie thing is going on tomorrow. Yes, from 10 to 1 at the Health Center on Main Street, 1101 Main Street. Something like that. Or 1102 Main Street. Maybe it's 10 to 1. 1102, yeah. Yeah, whatever. But either way, the cash cube is going to be out. And I think they're going to, you can scan the code to possibly win the 10 grand. 10 grand is guaranteed. Somebody's going to win 10 grand this summer. The cash cube, you got to have the right combination of numbers. But uh, the Tushkana Radio family will be out there uh, tomorrow from 10 to 1. Before it gets really hot. Yes. Fabe said she didn't want a whole lot of the heat. Is it Wednesday, Thursday they're really bad this week? Or is it tomorrow, Wednesday? I, I, I know Wednesday. Know. Just go Wednesday. It's, I don't understand why everybody's so freaked. It's like it's going to be 105 or something. Yeah. That's not that hot. It's pretty hot. You've, you're from Wisconsin. No, it's pretty I, hot. I the, no, 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 it's pretty hot. The, no. no, no, no. The heat index yesterday. Oh I'm watching gosh. this last night. The heat index yesterday. Ashdown had a heat index of like 111 or 12. And this uh, was like 8 o'clock, uh, 8.30 last night. I'm just telling you, we, we've always had heat. I know, but it's early. This is an early heat. No, no. June is an early heat. August, July, August, September. Are June thirteenth, nineteen eighty, the day Candace Montgomery uh, killed her neighbor. Uh, it was one hundred thirteen. That's hot. It is hot. Yeah. You know that was the day the original Friday thirteenth came out, nineteen eighty. Okay. That's hot. That's this isn't new. We've had I'm not heat. Saying it's new. It's just hot. Go back and look at two thousand eleven. We're soft now. It's hot. <laughs> 105 is hot. had heat. I drove up to Branson one year, and it was 116 up in northern Arkansas. Yeah. That was Was it in September? No, in September. (laughs) Why September? I don't know. I remember a hot September up in north Arkansas. It was like July. Either way, we've had heat before. You people are freaking out. I'm not freaking out. Days, in the old days, the electric company used to leave your electricity on. Now we have a little something called rolling blackouts. Yeah, so, that, and that's what's making this yeah. even worse. And of course, yeah. we got storms which have knocked people out of power in the yeah. Shreveport area and a little south of us. I got some advice: shade tree. Get your shade tree. It's a little late to get a shade tree. Pull up under one. Just pull up under shade. Just, just, just stop your car. A bag chair and a shade tree. It, it's been it's worked for centuries. A shade tree. If it, you if you don't have one, where are you going to get one? The park. Go to the park. They go have, to the park. You can find a shade tree. Just yeah. pull up under a shade tree. Yes. Stay there. Yeah. Go to the splash pad and then have a seat under the splash pads open now. Pull you through some kids and it's just hot water getting on you. That's all that is. Go sit in the shade. Go sit in the shade with hot water on. With you. some Lipton iced tea, as Don Meredith would say. All right. Well, there's that, I guess. Dandy's Lipton iced tea. Yeah, anyway, uh, apparently uh, Wheezy asked uh, yes. last segment. Inquiring minds. Who's gonna, son, I'm assuming he's talking College World yes, Series he tonight. Is. He is talking the College World Series. What else are people talking about? That's today? about it. Uh, I, I still think LSU is the team to beat. I, I know they One and a half run favorite. They crapped the bed last night. It was terrible. Well, that, they didn't crap the bed. They got, yes. They, uh, <laughs> if, if you were willing to change the and the infinite got in and got his hand down there and smeared it all over. That's what they did. <laughs> Luckily, I can't remember my kids ever doing that. Oh, somehow managed to get the diaper off. Oh, and uh, <laughs> get it all over themselves. 
balls in yeah. the crib. That's what LSU did. Yeah, that's what LSU did. <laughs> Crab in the bed doesn't say it. You I, didn't go far enough. I had said when the College World Series began that Florida's home run power is just uber impressive. It is. They they did not. You know the. We weren't here for the Saturday game, obviously. No, we weren't. Saturday game was a classic, and it was either strikeout See, or home run. I thought the run. Thursday night game was the real classic. The, the weather one. was good, too, but Saturday, the Florida and, and LSU game one I was thought, a great game. I thought the LSU-Wake game was just an it amazing was pitcher's both, duel. Both of them were. Yeah. But, but, I mean, well, the one on Saturday, Skeens and the kid from yeah, uh, yeah. Florida, it was a great game. Yeah. Either way. It was either home runs or it was strikeouts. The well, Skeens went against Wake, didn't he? Skeens did go against Wake. I'm talking about the you're, yeah. You're, re- the, you're rewriting history. Yeah, no, you're right. Saturday, you're right. Thursday, Mr. Zach, Mr. Thursday, Zach. Skeens, and it was amazing. <laughs> Saturday was not Skeens, but still was an amazing game. Yeah. And so, how long will Skeens go tonight? Can he go the distance? No. Pitching mm-hmm. Thursday. Today's Tuesday. At least seven. Can he go seven tonight? I don't know if I. If I don't know if I. Do I start him? It's like the heat. People act like we... Do I start him tonight? Of course you start him tonight. I don't know. Of course you start him. I think he's an emotional lift I can bring in in like the third no, or fourth. this isn't Willis Reed. This end. is a guy on four days rest. I know, and I, I want to make sure I'm getting the best. Oh, my God. I don't know that I can... I, all right, so the lineup saw him, what, three, four times on... No, I guess it was Wake, so it wasn't these guys. <laughs> but I'm sure Florida's seen Seen him, yes, I'm sure they've seen him. In my in my mind, I would like to hold him out one time through the uh, order. I can, and then bring him in third or fourth inning and let him. Co- now, if Florida goes up nine nothing in the first. That was a bad plan. But at some point, I don't think he's going to go the whole way. I go to him and I say, "Son, do you want the baseball?" Sure and if he, he says yes, yes then I does. give it to him and I say, "Give me all you have." And, he, and and I agree he's going to do that. It's seven. If it's nine, I don't care. Yeah, I just think on, on short yeah, rest, gosh, you're asking like to go nine. It's like the heat. You people have just gotten soft. No, I'm not saying soft. I'm saying in the next two or three weeks, this kid's going to get drafted into the major yeah, leagues. and as I said this And with morning, an arm that's full, not one that's blown out and killed he goes it. off the mound tonight holding his shoulder yes. elbow He's going to be okay. But if you're the manager or coach of a team, that is part of your responsibility. You're responsible for the fact that this guy is going to pitch his what final the, game. The coach at LSU to do? Coach his team. Win the game. They, win the game. Well, sure they do. But That's he's what also he's for. No, but he's also responsible for the health of the kids he's on. He's, he's uh, not making millions of dollars as a babysitter. I'm not saying he's a babysitter. I'm saying we have seen in the past where – Coaches have overused pitchers, pitchers, and, pitchers, pitchers and ended up ruining right. their careers. Right. I think if I'm the coach at LSU, that's in the back of my mind. I don't want to ruin this is, guy before he gets drafted. poor? Is he poor? Yeah, is he poor? I would assume no. No, because he signed a big fat contract with the Texas Rangers. I get it. And then went and had some surgery. And we have yet to see him. Yeah. But not, that doesn't mean he's going to ever get a I'm second just, major league contract. He may not, but he got a big fat one to start yeah, with. I, I want to. I want this to be a place where LSU uses him uh, smartly, and that he walks you, out there not holding his shoulder. Do you think elbow. he gets nil money right now? Do I think Skeens does? He probably does. Yeah. I don't know how much in baseball at LSU he's getting, but I'll assume he's getting 
six figures. Yeah. Well, they're not so, giving him that to be rah-rah. He's not been rah-rah. He pitched a great game on Thursday. And that's what you expect him to do now. I expect him to pitch as well tonight. I don't I don't expect him to go nine tonight. And so I have to figure out what innings and I want he him. starts telling off and the catcher tells him to come get him, I'm leaving him well, Remember, that bullpen got used up yesterday. Yeah. There were a lot of arms well, that got used they yesterday. Used the spares yesterday. Well... They didn't. They, they didn't really all. That was not meaningful baseball. I understand. Just, yeah. You're kind of limited on what you've got. Yeah. Either way, they go to town tonight with Skeens. Okay. Who I'm not a big fan of. You're, why not? What? As I told Kevin this morning, I, I don't like the fact that he took somebody else's um, opportunity to go to Air Force. He knew he was going. I know he's a converted catcher. I get that. But he had his eyes on being in the pros. He shouldn't. You know how hard it, we've taught kids. How hard is it to get? That's really hard. Uh, to you got to have a congressional yes. appointment. Oh yeah. Uh, the bottom line is you got to have a congressional appointment. Yes. He took somebody's. Okay. Okay. And I know it's different for athletics. They have a different path in. And you don't know how it's going to work out. And you leave yourself avenues of open opportunity in case one doesn't work. You haven't closed the door on another. I mean, and I and no, I expect him to fulfill his service that was supposed to be a part of that. I don't expect that. I'm just kind of a little ticky that he's, he took somebody's opportunity to go to Air Force away from him. Those, those are difficult interests. I get that. If you wanted to play pro baseball, just go. To well, somewhere. I don't know if he knew. Did he know? Did he know he's going to be good enough to play pro baseball? Did he know that? I think he had an idea. I think he's gotten better the last few oh, years, and it's changed well, his trajectory. Well, he was trajectory. only there one year. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's changed his trajectory. I, if he was the guy right now— Is that now, an Air Force term, trajectory? Yes, it is. <laughs> is that NASA? No. Speaking of pitching— If he was the guy he today, that he you know, if he was back then the guy he is today, I, could, I would agree with you. I would say he knew all along this is where he was going to be. Look at well, the talent he's got. He's a converted got. catcher. I get that, but I still. I think he's fine. You saw that kid from Sinton. You think he's thinking about going to Air Force or playing professional baseball? Playing professional baseball. <laughs> but that's different. Are your guys out here? Yeah. We're going to take a break. It's uh, 29 after. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan. 107.9. Quick timeout. Richie Plant, Dylan Garten. Liberty Isle's finest. Coming in next. You stick around. Welcome back. 31 and a half after five, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan, 1079, as promised. And see, I'm, I'm really kind of bitter. I've been surly today anyway, but I'm bitter. I, I set the camera up off of me from the beginning of the show, expecting at five o'clock, you're telling me these guys are going to be well, here. I didn't know when so they were So over 30 minutes, the camera's gotten like this little part right here. That's all. That's it's on side. you guys today. And you guys, if you're on the radio, obviously, it's Richie Plant and Dylan Garten who are in here. Liberty Ilo pitcher and catcher who's uh, helped to lead the team to the uh, state championship game this uh, past uh, couple weeks ago. 
It's good to see you guys. No matter the lesson you got to lean in. If you're going to talk, you got to be in there tight. So grab that mic. It's good to see you. It's good to see you, too. Dylan Garten, good job. Thank you, sir. Excellent. I, know, I like the shirt. Thank you. Now, Dylan, you were the catcher for this ball club. Yes, sir. And uh, you uh, – are the bruises gone yet? That's the main thing because we, we actually <laughs> felt sorry for you at times. Is there – Anywhere you haven't ever gotten hit by a baseball? No, pretty much everywhere. Practice, bullpens, games, scrimmages, I get hit everywhere. And, and has plant ever plunked you? Oh, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> most definitely. Now, he's joking about that. And in reality, we kind of laughed about coaches' reactions to you getting hit. Yeah, which I know from the other team felt sorry for you a couple times. Yeah, but, the other team would feel sorry, but Fowler doesn't care. No, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He'll check up on the pitcher afterwards. Right. Make sure that he's okay <laughs> yeah. while you're laying on the ground trying to figure out which part yeah. is still working or not. Yes, sir. Now, for the ladies out there, this isn't for you. You're not listening to this part. For the gentlemen, anybody that's ever played catcher before knows there's one place in particular you don't want to get hit. Yes, sir. You got hit this year, didn't you? Plenty of times. <laughs> Now, there's I, a reason they issue that special equipment. Yeah, it's it like it works a little bit, but it still hurts really bad. Now, I, and I bring all that up to say, you we were doing a couple of your games where you certainly took a foul ball there, yes, and sir. as you said, your coaches tend to just you know the umpire tries to buy you some time. Yeah, goes out and sees the pitcher, talks about whatever, especially if it's artificial turf. There's not even a plate to clean off. Yeah, and give you time to regather yourself. You took one in the throat, though, I think. Yes, sir, when we played Aubrey yeah, in the, the fourth round. That's the first time I've actually seen your own coaches come out and check on you and make sure you're okay. Yes, sir, a uh, hitter hit a foul ball and hit me right in the throat. Yeah. Were yes, you surprised sir. your coaches actually cared about you getting hit there? No, or yeah, I was surprised. Right. Usually they'll go, catch a, uh, go pick up on the pitcher and make sure he's okay. <laughs> now, which hurts more, the foul tip or the fastball in the dirt that just hops up on you somewhere you didn't expect it? The fastball in the dirt. Yeah. I mean, the curveball in the dirt, you're used no, to No, I'm cool with that one. Unless it, like, hits my forearm, it hurts a little bit. But, yeah, the fastballs in the dirt definitely hurt. All right, so what was the pitch Cal threw? First warm-up pitch. Can't remember the playoff game. You took one on the very first warm-up pitch of the game. Uh, I'm not sure. You took it in, like, the foot, ankle, oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, he hit me twice in the ankle back-to-back <laughs> on a fastball. And that's just warm-ups. Yeah, just the warm-ups. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's going to be a lovely game. <laughs> Right. Well, we got Dylan with the microphone, so I got to ask the throw to first. Early in the year, you seemed to struggle. Strike three, ball. Yeah, got to make the throw to first. Struggled a lot. Where did you finally get to a place where you're like, okay, I'm over that now. I figured it out. Uh, uh, me and Rick Fowler, we'd practice a lot um, with fielding bunts, fielding the drop third strike, to throw it down to first, and I got comfortable throwing it. So it just came usual to me, normal. If you ever looked over at us, it was probably this reaction almost every time I. Hand and the head. It's in the always hand the routine going, plays no. that get me. Is it because you're thinking about him? Yeah, I try to like lava over there, yeah. and it never works. See, I get the same thing about uh, about Tristan when How's at second base. Routine ground ball. Oh my god, one that he's got to make some stellar play on. Didn't have to think about it. It's amazing. Yeah, I was playing second base for my summer team just yesterday, and I made like three errors. Just routine ground balls. Don't even bounce. But yeah, is it's it just a, not concentrating on his hard? Yeah, it's just the routine plays that are hard. You get the little yips and you get nervous about it. The yeah. hard plays, if you miss it, oh well. So how, talk to us about the the run, the playoff run. Um, first round we swept Van. It was really like 
first game was kind of competition-wise. Second game, we kind of ran through them. Well, wait, the first game, uh, there's a guy that hit a home run that game. Yeah, I did hit a home run, my first <laughs> ever home run. I was like, that's the most important part of that story, isn't it? Yes, sir. <laughs> He's and, trying to blow right by that part. No, no, let's talk about that for a minute. You said your first ever home run. Yes, sir. Did you realize it when you got it? Like, you mm-hmm. hit it, it's out of here? No, sir, I did not. When did it finally dawn on you? Like, you watch it go over, did, some, did, oh, did no, uh, I didn't, Rushing tell you at first? I you hit, got it. I hit second base, and I saw the ball bounce, but I thought it, like, ground rule double, right. and then Coach Jones is over here laughing, jumping up and down, <laughs> doing this. I'm like, oh, I just hit a home run. I wasn't expecting it. It was a big moment. First round of playoffs. We're down by one. Yeah. It was an amazing. You had a great game and probably the reason we won game one. Yes, sir. I went three for four, uh, triple of the shot of the cycle. I know. Weren't you hoping for one more chance? Yeah, if I didn't pop up to third base. (laughs) That darn triple will get you every time. Yeah, it's probably the hardest one. All right, so you made the run through early and then had the 19-15 game. Yeah, we faced Canton. Second game, um, we beat them, what, I think two to one. They had a home run and that just – that's all they had. stud kid, yeah. And then – the second game, they came out on top. Uh, they faced we faced a really good pitcher on the mound. Third guy, third game, we had them in run rule territory, and then we threw another guy. We gave up like eight runs, just a whole bunch of errors, bad pitches, and they end up coming back. And it was a close ball game. We get rain delay, and we're on the dugout like holy. And then we get in there, bases lo- <laughs> bases loaded, and WT shoves, and we come out with the win. And Tristan Howe also hit a base-clearing double. Yeah. Oh, it was a great game. It was a, a game. nerve-wracking game. Yeah, it was probably game. the most nerve-wracking game I've played in my whole life. All right, so you get through them. Yes, sir. Now, somewhere down the road was going to be either PG or Salina. Yeah. And now, you're, you're friends with guys in town, I'm sure, from PG. Yes, sir. Did you want them again? Uh, honestly, I wanted Salina the whole time. Really? Because yes, of last sir. year? Uh, yes, sir. So you got what you wanted. Were you happy yeah. to see one game? Uh, yes, sir, we were. We wanted one game on dirt. And got all of got. it. That's what we got. It couldn't have been any better. No, it couldn't have. Was that the best? I mean, we talked about defensively. It may have been the best game you guys played all year long. That was definitely the best defensively game we played. 100%. So, that's, uh, that, that feeling right there, could you bottle that feeling? Winning the region, getting rid of the team that knocked you out last year, kind was, of defying the odds. Yes, that was a great feeling. I couldn't ask for anything better. All right. All right. Let's go to Richie now. All right, Richie. He's laying low. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get my way through the catcher first. No, we got to get through the catcher first. No. Get in there tight, Richie. Yeah, I know you're not going to bats a lot, so you're going to have to lean in. Yeah. Now, how much work did you get prior to district? Uh, y'all had tournaments, obviously. That's when usually you go deep into your pitching rotation. How much work did you get before district this year? Uh, during scrimmage and stuff everybody pitches like one inning sometimes we'll get two and I just made the most of my opportunities show what I could do so coming into the district I mean you knew the Jones brothers were going to get the bulk of the innings that's that's kind of understood and uh, as the guy who's the next guy or the fourth guy whatever you know you're going to get your spots here and there how hard is it when you don't get to start and you never know when someone's going to bring you in or when Zach's going to bring you in. How hard is that? It's not that hard. I just go out there either way. If I start or close, just pitch. Do you have a preference, track. starting or closing? Not really. Now, Garden, describe Richie's pitch repertoire. What what does he bring to the mound? So, Richie's uh, – I think he's a better reliever than starter. He's more of a – 
well, the Jones brothers, they're throwing uh, upper 80s, and then Richie will come in there sitting low 80s, hot uh, 70s. So he kind of throws them off a little bit. He's got some good stuff. He throws under the uh, underneath a little bit. So, yeah, I think he's mainly of, like, a um, nastier pitcher than velocity-wise. So. All right, Richie, when you're watching down in Austin, everybody watches what the umpires are calling. You're over there in the bench. Are you paying attention to what the strike zone is? Yes, sir. What, what's going in your mind? If I get the call, as you did twice <laughs> down in Austin, uh, are you thinking this is what's going to work for me today if I get on the hill because this is what this umpire seems to want? Or are you talking to Garden during the game? Or Talk about what your mindset is knowing that you may get drawn in at any moment. My mindset was just go out there at those strikes. If they put the ball in play, I knew my defense would work behind me, get the outs. That's I- Go ahead. All right, so now I, I'm I'm going to follow up on on Dylan's point about relieving versus starting. I think it was maybe the 1915 game. You got to start in that game, didn't you? I I I, I, well, I was in the dugout getting lineups and stuff beforehand, and you were sitting by yourself in the dugout. And I'll be honest with you, I thought you were freaking out getting ready to go out there and pitch. <laughs> and it seems like not having a warning, like okay, things are starting to go bad now. Sex is go get in there. I need you in there in the fifth inning seems to work better for you. You didn't have time to get in your own head about having to pitch. Am I right or wrong? Yes, sir. Am I right? Yeah. (laughs) Tell me what was going on in your head in that dugout getting ready for that marathon game. Well, it it was our first game, or our first, uh, like, third game. It was third game in that series. Yeah, Yeah, which kind of falls to you, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, So did you know the day before? Did he tell you the day before he was going to start, or did he tell you when y'all got there? I think he told me when I got there. Or the door. So you had a night to think about it. Did you sleep that night? Yes, sir. You did? You slept okay? <laughs> okay. So was I wrong about you sitting in the dugout? Were you really a little bit nervous or trying to figure out? What, what are you thinking while you're sitting in there? I was a little nervous, but like, I just got to go throw strikes. Got to go throw strikes. Okay. Uh, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so we're laughing about it. That's easier said than done. I mean, we we know they had a guy who was a big hitter. We knew this was a, a do-or-die game for them. And there was a lot of pressure on you all of a sudden, where if you come in in relief, it's one thing. You had 24 hours to think about having to go out and throw strikes. Now all of a sudden that strike zone gets real small, doesn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> where, where did you find yourself early in that game? Did you feel like, oh, my God, I, this isn't working. I'm not. I can't find a pitch that's working right now. Yes, sir. Yeah. Or what does Dylan say to you when that's going on? What is he? Te- what is Dylan telling you when that? No, don't. I want. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is Dylan telling you when you're struggling? Two bit? words. Come on. Or throw strikes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's easier to. Say, it's easy to say that though, isn't it? It's hard to do that. Yes, sir. Now I do want to ask Dylan. You try to build a rapport with umpires i'm sure early on yes, you come sir. out like most catchers introduce yourself yes, and all that try and to i build. know most of them um being the third year starter or the second year starter at le that i've seen a lot of them since i was like 10 years old around here so so when you've got a pitcher that may be struggling early in a ball game you've probably got a better idea what a strike is at that point than he does yes sir do you try to communicate that to him uh, to the umpire, or the no, to, to your pitcher. You're uh, like, here's what he's lacking. Here's what we need. Yes, to sir. Do. Sometimes I come up there and I'll be like, hey, he don't like the one ball off the black. Or I'll tell Fowler, so he'll stop calling that. And then I'll ask the umpire. I said, is that the corner? Can I get one ball, one ball out? And he was like, yeah, a little bit. 
So it's, I kind of make a relationship with the umpire and the pitcher and also talk to Fowler about it. Do you say anything to Cal? I wouldn't think I'd want to say anything to Cal. Yeah, I'll say something to Cal, but he always, blam- he always blames it on me. <laughs> it's never it's never his fault. That's uh, what I'm saying. Watching that, I would think, oh, I don't even want to talk to Cal. Yeah. You like that? <laughs> he'll yell at me during the game. Like, mid-A-B, he'll yell at me. Now, Richie shared with us before he came on that he moved in as a sophomore. I, I'm, when did Cal come in? As a junior? Uh, Cal came in as a junior, yeah. yes, sir. All right. So you get pitchers coming into you you haven't grown up working with. Yes, sir. I caught WT and Cal for the first time. That was the first time? Yes, sir. <laughs> so, and then for the next two years, you got all three of these guys that you got yes, to figure sir. out how to make it work. Yeah, I had to deal with every every pitcher that threw this year I've never caught before. Wow. Really? You didn't, yes, you didn't caught Ricky or Richie either. Mm-mm, I didn't. Really? Catch, I didn't catch Richie, Cal, WT, Neighbors, Tristan Howe, Pipes. I've never caught none any of those them. guys growing up were guys that you played with. No, sir. Cal and WT, we used to go to Kirbyville, and then Richie went to Arkansas High, and then Neighbors, and then we're always like they're two years younger than me, so I never caught them. So you caught Bellotti. Yes, sir. I did. You yes, caught uh, Maddox's older brother. Uh, n- yes, I yeah. did. Yeah. So those were the guys you knew. Yes, sir. And, and Parker so- Goodman. Right. So, yeah, junior year was a whole bunch of new pitchers. I mean, they've always been on our uh, roster, but they didn't pitch as much. All right, so which one of those guys that you just mentioned catching? There's about eight or ten of them. Which mm-hmm. guy had the best stuff? Um, I'd say my favorite pitcher on the mound is WT. I think the best stuff is Nical. Really? Even yes, with Bellotti and Moore? Ooh. Oh, Bellotti's junior year was really good. Yeah. His senior year, he had like a rough path, but he also had an injury. Right. Nate was always really good. He was more of a clutch guy. He'd go in there and fill it up. Right. But I would always say WT is my favorite pitcher on the mound. Right. Why? Wait, why is that? Because like he doesn't miss his spots. Like It's always a good game, usually. All right. We're going to take a break we'll before a we break. get to the moment. Because oh. we want to get to the moment oh, God. that you two get thrown into. Because it's a crazy moment in life that you two got thrown into. Yes, sir. Thursday night, a couple weeks ago. We'll take the break. It's 14 minutes until 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 107.9. We're visiting today with Liberty Ilo's own Dylan Garden and Richie Plant. We'll come back in just a minute. Here on the Fan 107.9. escaped the screens and the sun bathes everything in a golden glow your friend hands you a cold organic beer that tastes as perfect as nature itself that's pure gold Michelob Ultra Pure Gold the first national USDA certified organic beer organic by nature enjoy responsibly 2020 Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Pure Gold St. Louis, Missouri Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty Ilo ISD. At Liberty Ilo, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty Ilo, let your pride never die. Buzz? What buzz? Purina's wind and rain storm fly control with Altozid prevents breeding of hornflies in manure of treated cattle. 
Storm's technology provides the ultimate weather resistance to reduce waste. Wind and Rain Storm formula is more economical to feed than loose minerals. See the folks at Miller Buoy Supply about Purina's Wind and Rain Storm Fly Control. Miller Buoy Supply, your Purina feed store, located at 1007 West 3rd in Texarkana. In this up and down economy, with a sense of protecting every penny you worked so hard for to achieve the all-American dream, let Stuart Title with over 150 years title experience handle every step of the closing process to give you peace of mind. The vast resources and customer experience is second to none. If it's your first house, commercial real estate transaction, or refinance, Stuart Title Texarkana will provide that peace of mind. Call 903-832-3720 to schedule your time today. Welcome back. We got uh, 11 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan 1079. Reminder uh, Will Middlebrooks uh, on the air with us at 5 30 tomorrow afternoon. Don't forget Kirk and Company tomorrow. No, it's uh, it's myself and Coach Surratt tomorrow. Well, that's it's Kirk the, and Company. No, that's the power hour tomorrow. Tuesday really? Is, uh, that's Huffing the lack Gale of power hours with that. Yeah, it'll be lacking power tomorrow. All right. We're going to go back now. Richie Plant, Dylan Garten in here with us today. So, 12th inning, and everything is just going crazy. The bases are loaded. We've got everybody playing. What, what did you have, two outfielders? Is that what Zach and them decided to go with uh, by the time that you come in? Cause, yes, sir. Uh, what, is the count 2-0? and um, Neighbors is on the mound. Yes, and sir. Is, he the count, two and oh, is that right, Zach? Yeah. The yeah. count's 2-0, and oh, bases loaded with what one, with one out one when out. Richie came in. Richie came in. And, and they put five infielders in. Yes, sir. Everybody's drawn in. It's a drawn-in infield. You have zero margin of error is basically what's yeah. happening. You, you don't have any couple of pitches to waste. you got to go. All right. So, first, when Zach came out, did you think he was going to make a pitch and change? Because you're the catcher. Did you um, think he was going to – Yes, sir. I, I knew Richie was going to come in eventually. And so, when <clears throat> Richie comes in at that point, are you out at the mound still when uh, Richie yes, comes in? All right. yeah. What do you remember being said at the mound? I told him, don't think of the moment. Just play game, uh, play the game and pitch to him. I said, he's a freshman. He's their nine-hole hitter. He hadn't swung the bat. I, I think their coach told him not to swing the bat, honestly. So, I told him to go up there and fill it up. And what I would – how I think of it is, is he filled it up. Right. I think we were playing against the umpire in the All right. other team. That was my next question because you at the plate that night were dissatisfied with the umpire yes, when sir. you were at the plate all night long. Were you dissatisfied with him behind the plate? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, Hitting-wise and when I was catching-wise. I had two warnings on defense. What do you mean? What, what are you saying when you get a warning? I would just ask. I was like, "Is that a strike?" Or I was like, "How far he missed?" So two balls out, and then I'll just I'll let him know that's a strike. And then <laughs> sometimes I'll catch the ball and I'll slam my glove down. I guess he realized that. And so he had already warned you. Yes, sir. And then towards the eighth inning, he tells me, "I'm gonna be honest. I'm tired. I'm ready to go home." I was like, "Yeah, home team's gonna win this one." What? Yeah. He told you, "I'm tired. I'm ready to go home." Yes, sir. All right. So this uh, is what you get. 
run into. You, you've got a catcher and an umpire not on best of terms. You've got an umpire who's ready to go home, sounds like. And who was, who was barking at the bench a yeah. lot of the night. He got on to Fowler, both Fowlers, a couple times during the game. Yeah, and, and his wife. <laughs> his, wife so, his wife had security get get her so oh, oh that's who security we wanted yeah. his security <laughs> all right so you've got an umpire who's mad at the bitch he he's not having a great relationship with the catcher that night it's a two and oh count base is loaded state championship and they say oh go get richie plant <laughs> talk about what it felt like going out there oh well, i knew that i had to fill it up if he hit the ball it we were either gonna make a play or they were gonna end up scoring off of it. And but if I got him out, then I would have had a new count starting over with and, the next dude. And you'd had everybody back in their regular position in the field. Yes, sir. All right. Now Zach believes that he actually made the call. You thought he had the strike. I, right? I did. Yeah, I thought he had the strike. Yeah, and and he just got a, what a little bit of it. Yeah. Well, I think we're talking about the foul ball. Oh. He, you had one I thought was the strikeout, and he must have just gotten a piece of it to stay a lot count to get the next one that ended up being ball four. But I thought you'd struck him out before that, and we were down to the two outs. And he, I mean, you were right there. How much of it did he get? Um, I would say, come even though I was on the losing team, I would say the ball could have went both ways, a strike or a ball. It wasn't completely a strike. I'm talking about the foul ball. Oh, the did foul he just ball? get a piece of it. He did get a piece. He of just it. got a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So, and that's a great point you make. You obviously you don't want him coming and throwing just a piece of meat up there, yeah, dead red center. And you you've been back there all night, so you felt like it could have gone either way. Uh, yes, sir. That ball could have went either way, a strike or a ball. Now, Richie, what was the call? Was it fastball? Do you remember the call on the play? What, uh, what Dylan? What finger he put down, or what he asked for? I think I threw all fastballs at it, bat. And, and was that did Zach tell you that coming in? Just throw fastballs. Yes, sir. Yeah. Throw strikes. Yes, sir. Yeah. Now, obviously, as a senior, you play both. You're playing your last baseball game in high school, and you feel ball in your hand. I should have gotten the out, right? Yes, sir. How hard is that to overcome feeling like you were responsible? Even though we all who've played baseball, who've called baseball games, who are fans of baseball know there's never any one ball, one bat, one whatever that costs anything. How much of that did you hold on your shoulders? All of it. All of it. Because I, like, it was really close, but if I put it over the middle of the plate, it would have been a strike. But if you put it over the middle of the plate, it also could have been a double and yeah. ball game over. Do you feel that people, because immediately after the game, the radio announcer from China Springs came in and said, "Give Richie Plant a hug." You, he had Which, such. By the way, we didn't. No, we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> you well enough. He was like, he just felt bad that any eighteen-year-old gets put into that situation that you got asked to be in. Have you had other people react that way to this? Yes, sir. What What have the common most people said to you? Uh, everybody just told me to keep my head up. That I was that I came in a terrible spot and just pitched good. You know, we, we coaches talk a lot about overcoming adversity. So you you guys have that moment now. Yes, sir. What, what do you what do you take from this? What do you take from this experience? And I don't mean just that Thursday night in the last pitch of a game or a season, but the entire season. What do you take out of this year? 
would say don't take anything for granted or don't look ahead. Um, coming from myself, like I said, it's now that the season's over. I didn't think we'd go this far. No one in the stands thought we'd go this far. But as we kept winning and winning, the supporters got uh, – we had more supporters by then. So we got to the state championship, and I'm like, we're here. We made it. So we just couldn't take it for granted. Just played the game, a normal game, and just played by the little moments. Was it weird to think Sitton didn't get there? It is PG weird. didn't get there. Salina didn't get there. You start going back through some of the powerhouse teams that were in the state at 4A, and they didn't get there, and you guys got into that moment in that stage with everybody in the state getting a chance to see what you guys can do. It's just To me, that's mind-blowing. Mind yes, sir. P, uh, all, I think all of LE was watching the PG versus Salina game, and we realized they lost, and we were everyone in the stands, everyone knew that we were going to lose, which we ended up coming out on top of that game. And then we're all in the hotel room after we win the um, semifinals, and we're all watching the China Springs and Sinton game, and we all think Sinton's just going to blow them out the water, and it wasn't that case. I think they went they went 12 innings also. That's right. Back-to-back yeah. 12 innings for China Springs. Yeah, they had that experience already. You guys didn't get to experience it until yeah, the finals. They were also very tired, too. I don't understand how they did that i don't know richie last one then what do you take out of this uh just <laughs> is it a, is it a brother's thing you you, you graduate with a, a group of guys that they're kind of your band of brothers from the rest of your life yes sir and as you I, said you you transferred in so you didn't really have a chance to play a whole lot until you got over to liberty ilo that had to be a, an experience that you'll never forget as well yes sir i play i play with the few of the people on the team because of JV. Right. So most of them moved up with me this year. All right. So for, so for you two guys, before we let you get out of here, what's the plan for the summer? What's the plan for the rest of uh, uh, what's going to be next for you guys? So I'm playing uh, summer baseball with uh, American Legion Bulldogs right now. Okay. And coming in around August 17th, I'm moving into A&M College Station to finish my career and a either statistics major or a business major. I'm not sure yet. Going to play baseball, you think? Uh, no, sir. No, done with baseball. Done with baseball. This is. Are you going to come back next summer and play again, American Legion? I thought about it, but the like seven months off of baseball, I probably, probably wouldn't be won't. good at all. That'd be the end of it. So this summer will be my last baseball game. So. What about you, Richie? What's going to be the plan for the summer and beyond? This summer, I'm playing with Texas Freedom and. In the fall, I'll be playing with uh, Twin City Postgrad. Excellent. Looking forward to it? Yes, sir. All right. Going to pitch? Yes, sir. All right. There you go. We're out of time. I've already gone long. Richie Plant, Dylan Garten, great seeing you guys. Thank you for a magical year. We got a chance to go on the ride with you guys, and it was amazing, um, unforgettable. And uh, you gave us tons of memories that uh, we'll be taking with us a lifetime. Thank you yes, both. Thank, Thank you guys for coming in as well. All right, for Tony Kirk, I'm Chuck Zach. You've been listening to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. Back tomorrow, Will Middlebrooks, 530, here on Leaving the Yard on the Fan 1079. <laughs>
Catch later on K300DW Texarkana. All sports, all the time. Straight from the Michelob Ultra Fan Cave. CBS Sports, 107.9 The Fan.